the trick is to know like knowing when and where like you know like uh, when to do something when to say something you cannot you cannot always always be in like a creator mode hey everyone welcome to another episode of the takeaway club where i talk to interesting people across different walks of life to get to know their stories and more importantly how they got to where they are including their motivations habits routines and aspirations some of which we can apply to our own lives hey everyone in the latest episode of the takeaway club i speak with sanjeev mensi who is a fast growing content creator known for his parody videos based on everyday happenings in tech startups situations like product demo sales presentation stand up calls have all been fodder for his hilarious content helping him rake up hundreds of thousands of views on twitter and linkedin the closest and perhaps the most accurate comparison i can think of for his content is the sitcom silicon valley coming to tiktok videos the conversation i had with sanjeev is nothing short of a masterclass on meme making where he breaks down even the smallest of details with utmost sincerity and i cannot recommend this episode enough if you are someone creating content on the internet a couple of caveats before we jump into the episode number 1 this was recorded couple of weeks back when i was on vacation at bynard a cool 7000 feet above sea level which as you can expect is not the most ideal condition for a podcast episode while the audio issues have been cleared up for most part i do apologize for if and any inconvenience you might have when listening to the chat this might sound silly but you might notice that my voice itself is a little slurry which is again owing to the cold and the friendly mouth ulcers which i got over there nonetheless i can assure you these minor hiccups no way takes away the brilliance of my good friend without further ado let's jump straight into the conversation <laughs> So you are what I call a textbook 90s kid. Cartoon network, pop culture references, Tamil movie references, the whole nine, right? So what was that like growing up and how did that influence the way you turned out, both professionally and personally? Yeah, so there are like two parts of growing up, uh, like, you know, in the 90s and personally growing up of the dead. So you have your uh, institutions that, that shape you, like, you know, your, your, your society, like schools, like, you know, tuition centers, college and things like that. And you have the off uh, things, right, which you are not uh, technically, like, encouraged to do, like watching TV and, like, you know, going out and, like, playing with friends, going to the internet center, like, you know, back then it is, it is always the internet center. You have to pay, like, 30 rupees uh, per hour to access the internet. and like you know video games or like playstation centers so i feel like a lot of that uh, really shaped uh, like you know like kind of like what other i do today i grew up watching a lot of movies uh, like, there's not much to do right you didn't have a phone you didn't have a computer so you, you the only kind of uh, entertainment device is the tv so a lot of tamil movies like you know that that's probably why it's, uh, i i don't even i didn't even realize that i remember all of these lines uh, so until like you know we used to do this uh, like in my uh, at the other fresh works office so we have a game where uh like you know someone will randomly play like a movie dialogue and you're supposed to guess which movie that is from and uh, i i used to get like every single dialogue uh, like the, the, the we used to do it for songs also but then i was never good at it but the the dialogues are just like you know ingrained in me and that's when i actually realized that i remember so many i didn't even know that you know they, they were all inside me so yeah uh, a lot of that but on the 
on the schools and the on the institution side right i always grew up uh, as an underconfident uh, kid because uh, my uh, my handwriting was really bad and that that kind of you know that's like the first impression that like your school kind of remembers of you i have a very bad handwriting i was always uh, like you know made uh, to, like i was always made to feel bad about it like my mom even tried to fix it like you know she put me in a handwriting class i didn't even realize such a thing existed and uh, yeah because that really like defines that you know your your character so basically anything that uh, was supposed to be like a good kid kind of thing i i never had any of that like you know average average studies uh, I, i wasn't even playing a lot of sports so i had nothing uh, that that signaled to me that hey you know you could you could uh, do something or like you're good at something so there is nothing uh, but i think once i discovered the internet so thanks to my brother who was 11 years older than me i got access to computers and internet like you know earlier than i i should have so i got access to internet around like you know like 11 12 years old uh, so i started uh, like you know just like discovering online uh, community disorders like orkut back then uh, like facebook i think was just uh, coming up so i used to go on orkut find like you know communities uh, where people are talking about similar things like you know harry potter or, or wrestling or video games so those things that kept me interested so i once i started like you know posting uh, there like you know trying to be funny like you know try to post like uh, like a joke or something and i started receiving like you know positive uh, feedback there okay you know what like maybe i i i could i have something that like uh, this world doesn't realize obviously i didn't know it back then this is all uh, in retrospect so i think access to, to the internet uh, and uh, in moderation right like it's not like how it is right now where you can have it like any time you want back then it was like you know internet is free from 10 pm to 5 am which means that like if you want to download uh, videos uh, like i used to uh, do a lot of these video game reviews uh, and things like that so i used to download all these review videos so you can only do that after 10 pm and uh, there's no there's no streaming so you have to download a video before you have to watch it and uh, you have to go to the internet center uh, if you really want to like you know access the internet uh, and that's like uh, 20 rupees 30 rupees so all these in moderation i think uh, it really forced me to look at uh, how i want to spend my time and uh, like yeah that that's kind of uh, how it was it's amazing so you're a typical 90s kid growing up watching cartoon network pop culture references and tamil movies so what was that first big break you had in terms of your career i think where it really changed my trajectory was uh, i volunteered for this organization called make a difference uh, so i i volunteered for about 4 uh, years uh, so that's so that was completely different uh, for me right because it was it was like a completely different social circle <coughs> excuse me so it's a completely different social circle and uh, like you know i got to meet a lot of people that i otherwise wouldn't have met uh, so so make a difference is a completely volunteer driven right which means that uh, you have like you know leadership positions where where your your job was to like manage uh, volunteers who were not paid to do like you know what they do so that really accelerated my uh, like people skills where i realized okay you know what I, i i can be organized i can communicate effectively i can like you know keep like a group engaged i can get in front of people and talk which is something that i that i thought i will never be able to do so that is where i i think i learned most of my uh, like you know office skills that people like you know soft skills or whatever that was like before uh, i entered into my job right so i got uh, uh, what is it like i got placed uh, in a company called capgemini so it was literally the only company that came to our college and uh, you know uh, great grateful enough to uh, get placed there that was uh, that was again it was in it was uh, it was in hyderabad and so when you when you get placed in college i don't know i don't know how it is today but uh, you get placed in college uh, college ends at may and you will not uh, like you know start your job until november 
so until like may till november i was still searching for a job in chennai because i really didn't want to leave chennai so i was still like you know trying to go for anything i was okay even take a pay cut so back then uh, how it works is they'll call you like you know when you get an offer uh, they could call you anytime and you pick up and you accept and say that you know hey i'll, I'll join uh, so they'll tell you joining date and you can be like you know what i'm, I'm going to join i would evade that call like uh, i i would see that it's a std number uh, and then i would just like not pick up and then i got an email saying that if you don't pick up your offer will be revoked i'm like okay fine like i, I can't evade it for a long time so yeah i i i went to hyderabad uh, for the first job uh, with capgemini it was training like you know i had i had no idea like you know what uh, what i was supposed to do and then uh, they then moved me to bangalore which is uh, for a for a support uh, job so it is a uh, it is a rotational shift job so you spend one week in morning shift you spend one week next week in night shift and the after that like in afternoon shift, just keeps changing so that again I, i guess it taught me a lot of resilience things that i thought i could i could never do like you know managing a hectic life uh, like a sleep cycle and in between all this i would still come back to chennai because i was still working and volunteering with mats so i would almost i would come back almost every week and uh, so it is it is a uh, balancing a bunch of things i think that really like uh, it is it accelerated a lot of learning there is no way that i can do all of that again today because i used to work uh, with mat i used to go to office i used to come to chennai and mat are these conferences uh, like i would go to visit different cities where like you know uh, like mat chapter was in and just like go and uh, like you know uh, meet them and like uh, like do a bunch of things yeah it, looking back it is pretty hectic there's no way that you know i i, I can do all that again so yeah and and thanks to mad that's how i i came to know about freshworks so a bunch of people in mad were working with this company called freshdesk back then and i had no idea about saas cloud or anything so uh, like you know like like i said right in bangalore the only thing i wanted to do was move back to chennai so i was even ready to take a pay cut uh, so i applied to freshdesk uh, for customer support role uh, and uh, like you know they immediately got back uh, and i came to chennai for an interview to uh, like you know was, because the product that i was uh, working on uh, in uh, in capgemini same product that uh, like you know, they were building so it it worked out that way that i, I knew the product so i used that uh, knowledge to kind of get in but i've never had a customer facing role right i've never got on the phone talk to customers uh, but uh, but uh, i mean like the communication was decent so they they were okay with that and yeah i think one of the Like, like I said, right, Matt started everything. I got into Matt. A lot of my skills, like I developed, got to know about Freshworks, and uh, like you know, applied into Freshworks, and like the time there was just uh, phenomenal. That's amazing, Sanjeev. I think you know this better than a lot of other people. But if I could just get in, like those Freshworks early employees, doesn't matter, you know, number fifty or hundred, one fifty, like. i would sit down with the same enthusiasm and listen to their stories and how they got into freshworks you know i'll never get tired of it one follow up to that is where does me making tie down into all of this so you're in freshworks you're early so obviously you have a lot of work to do and uh, when did you realize that you can bring in memes to work basically uh i don't know i think growing up uh, uh, i was uh, i didn't realize it but i would always like you know look at uh, look at an image so i used to do this like uh, like you know you, you get these uh, kumudam and kumbhom magazines like you know that like you get it every week so i used to cut out like you know funny or some images from it paste it in a notebook and i used to write like you know random captions uh, on top of it uh, i used to do this uh, like and that slowly evolved into like i used to download pictures from the internet and put it in a word document and put the speech bubble thing and try to like you know make it look like you know they're saying something funny I think I was always interested in uh, like you know 
like connecting random things and like you know making like you know trying trying to make it funny so when memes exploded it was like a very it is like oh wow okay this is what i've been doing so, so far so Uh, like yeah i think uh, once i realized that uh, okay the memes are popular like templates and all, and all that uh, I, i realized okay that can be an effective channel to communicate your ideas like uh, because again no one wants to uh, sit there and listen to someone like you know uh, give gyan or like give, give advice but at the same time you know that what is have to say is uh, important and you know that people will find it valuable so for me i guess memes became that way in which i communicated uh, like that's so the first real like you know memes Uh, in a work context happened uh, with idsm right like uh, with my uh, with my product so that is an id search management so yeah i mean uh, re- like rewinding a little bit so i started in customer support but then uh, i soon realized that this uh, opening in pre sales uh, internally so i just like you know went and like i have done support before i want to move to pre sales and fresh is being fresh as they were like yeah sure uh, like you know whatever whatever you want so Uh, i moved into pre sales started talking to a lot of it people and realized that there's a lot of like you know across uh, common uh, like you know it teams are the same problems are similar solutions are similar just that like you know they didn't realize it so i like okay now i want to spread that message but i i had no authority like you know i was a, i was a nobody so i'm not going to write a blog or i'm not going to do a video and back then it wasn't easy to do a video also so i started doing memes because they were easy to create and like you know easy to communicate and easy to post and uh, like it uh, thankfully so i had uh, like this uh, one person from uk called uh, stephen man so he runs a uh, uh, blog called itsm tools uh, so stephen uh, and sophie good friends and uh, they liked it and they shared it and that's how kind of you know people started realize like you know it, it reaches our people and then i realized okay you know uh, someone like stephen was very well respected in the industry he likes it uh, i'm sure that you know there is some merit to it so start doing more of that and uh, once i got a uh, chance to like you know present at conferences uh, i i switched it up like you know i i would use memes uh, like none of my slides will have text it will always be like uh, a slide with icons with, with themes comics gifs uh, and it was a welcome change for everyone uh, at, at a conference so they were like oh, okay like this is also this is cool because most of them are used to like you know point bullet point text uh, presentation things like that uh, so and plus it was it is also easy for me to get someone's attention because most of the time uh like you know especially if you're presenting uh like in the west uh, the accent is pretty hard to follow like you know i i tend to speak very fast and it's very hard to follow and i've gotten this feedback a lot of times but i could do i i can't do anything about it I, that's just the way that i speak so these visual aids are like good reminders that i have to pa- pause and let them look at it so i would always pa- uh, pause after a meme see their reaction and 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 those things so i think that's kind of how the like the meme plus work kind of combination uh, like really evolved but i think you make it sound super easy so doing this in 2021 is a lot straight forward right but back then where was the conviction uh, both from your end that i can go bring up something like memes to my boss to put on a presentation as well as the senior people to actually see that okay this does make sense right uh no again like i said right uh, freshox is a great company in in that angle so the kind of freedom that you get uh, is amazing but the first time i tried uh, i tried it with my personal account so there's no affiliation right so i think uh, that that's one your, your especially social media your personal account is a good way to validate ideas for your professional account but e- even now i cannot handle a, a professional social media account like i've i've tried it in the past uh, it is one of my responsibilities uh, in product marketing but i i fail miserably because i'm always thinking uh, i'm representing the company like you know what are the things i'm supposed to say so it, it makes me very nervous but when you are talking as yourself i guess you have 
a little bit more freedom to say what you want you, you still have to be responsible you're rep- still representing the company but you, you can you can like you know you can afford to go for on a little bit so the means initially i i just like posted i never asked anyone so i'm like uh, so like someone at freshworks started me this right uh, ask uh, don't ask for permission ask for forgiveness so that's that's what i believe in i'll just go out and do it and if it if it goes wrong then yeah okay i'm i'm sorry so yeah i posted that and uh, i think the conference uh, sessions uh, were like i was really representing the company uh, but even then right i still had full freedom to like you know uh, full control over the content so it is not like it had to be approved or it had to be reviewed and like you know there was like a red tape or things nothing like that so they they trusted me to do the right thing so like i, I went out and i did that so, that. so yeah i think it's uh, not just uh, it, there's no i guess there's no strategy around how do you like you know navigate this because if the company doesn't let you do it you cannot do it there is, there is no other way so it totally depends on where you are and uh, like I, i'm sure that most of the modern companies right now uh, like you know are very uh, supportive of these ideas of the real estate but yeah it wasn't it wasn't so popular back then so moving on from that uh, i think this might be uh, a personal question more than anything else and something that we have repeatedly had conversations around right but have you ever felt you are overdoing with the memes right but be it freshworks uh, be it uh, superops they've always given me the freedom to like you know do do whatever right? for example like i i make memes at work like you know i you, you can you can find me sitting uh in my desk uh, with the meme creator app like you know like messing around trying to uh, do something and yeah like you know i have worked on vacation so it's not like there's a clear line uh, like between between the two but uh, and also like you know it's not like someone's going to come and tell me that hey like you know why are you posting memes on network I, i saw that you posted on twitter so it's it's still so I, i guess that uh, gives me the freedom to kind of mix both uh, like you know irrespective of wherever i am and in some sense it flows right for example like you know there's a there's a connection like the things that you see at work like you know when you if like you know according to your definition the serious mode is is the same thing that like you know drives uh, the create content creation on the on the fun side like almost everything in my memes and videos are things that i've seen people do like uh, in in different parts of uh, like you know different either in a customer meeting or in like you know different places so like i don't think that i'll be able to like you know make fun of things if i'm not actually doing it so i think it's it's important that i actually do the job seriously and and like then i get to make fun of it right? and same thing like because of the videos and because of the memes i am now reaching people who can potentially help me with like work like i i i'm reaching like you know potential new candidates for the company uh, reaching like you know connections uh, that i can call and like and like learn about so like there's a connection between the two and i think uh, it it works because i don't draw that clear line between the two like you know it's all the same like one one cannot exist without the other so so you are like elizabeth from queen's gambit right two sides of the same coin um so uh, i think uh, where i particularly find this very tricky is uh, with respect to something like marketing right where i feel like the line is a lot blurrier than say you doing this with product management and then moving on to creating content <laughs> yeah with marketing i guess it gets a little difficult because you you have to do content in both places right so uh, like you know that 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 i i understand uh, but, but yeah i mean uh, like that's also a good place to try different things because if you're if you're doing these kind of content uh, on a personal level uh, you get to like you know slowly push the edge and like try to kind of you know go out of the regular uh, content zone and try something different so yeah i think uh, the reason that like you know 
uh, I I enjoyed marketing when I spent time on it, but I, but I knew uh, even then that you know I I always wanted to be a, a product manager because if you're in marketing and if you're if you're naturally like you know creating content, I felt that okay by representing the company, uh, I was like you know I was struggling too much because I I want to be too responsible and that that uh, came in between the natural flow of creativity, right? So now that I am not doing content for uh, for a specific company, I find that I have that freedom. It's okay to fail. Like it's okay to get cancelled. It's just going to be me. But if you do it for a company, if the company gets cancelled or the company like you know gets into bad press, that's that's a lot of responsibility to handle. So yeah, I, I know. Like I know that uh, fear. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. Like along those lines, do you do anything specific when it comes to your topics? The thing like got it. uh so uh, i think one more question man this feels like one of our lessons where you talk about memes and i just go about asking questions and taking notes but yeah, i guess that's also one of the purpose of this conversation so uh, in that theme right how do you manage context switching so moving from product management to um something like meme creating which on the outside looks like one is a very serious job and another is something that you can have fun with it right but uh, from my personal experience and i think since i also know you well uh, i feel that it's equally serious for the both of us right whatever we do and how do you handle that when switching from one task to another which might be perceived differently from uh, the outside world but for you they are both equally important and equally serious Yeah, like you said, but I think we've talked about this. So when I said like uh, I take memes very seriously, you instantly said, "Yeah, me too." So that was uh, like you know very few people do that because see, it's, it, okay, uh, I don't know if it's like an overstatement, but I I consider uh, meme making an art, right? And see, when when it comes to art, there are certain things that you do, and like you know, it, it comes to perspectives. Uh, and again, I I take it so seriously that I actually wrote like a meme guide on like you know how do you so even that is a funny thing. But the things that I'm trying to say there are uh, like you know serious. like uh, for example i say that when you when you pick a template and you you write the copy right like you have to make sure that the, the template and the copy go well together otherwise the meme doesn't like you can't just take a random whatever image from the internet write whatever you want and say it's a meme like i will i will not i will get very angry at someone but obviously like you know not everyone sees memes the way that uh, we see it so yeah it's definitely serious the the same level of like you know organization still so i have a so i use this uh, app called things uh, which is like a note taking not not like a task management app So I have folders. So I have like a meme folder where all my ideas for memes go. I have a videos folder. That's the same place where I have the office folder also. So like you know, literally like all the feature requirements, all the integrations, like all the office ideas, everything goes there. So that's how serious it is. Because I mean, you, like you know, if you're if you're doing something and like you know, it's getting you benefits. I think you have to take it seriously. Like uh, memes have helped me a lot uh, professionally. Like the videos right now are helping me. It's, it's helping me like you know, break out. and like meet new people and interact with new people so i have to take it seriously so i make sure that you know just the way that i how i write like a product feature uh, spec document i write a script for the parody videos i make sure that you know i, I go through every line i i read it and make sure that you know it's uh, like I, it sounds well i record it delete it record so i i do all of that so i think if you are if you think that like you know you want to do it and you if you are getting benefit from it definitely uh, it's important to take it seriously so you approach it with the same level of craftsmanship you schedule it so there is a time and i used to do like videos every week and there is a strict schedule right i really want to get a video out and, and like that's the same way that you would approach like a, a marketing uh, content like you know you, you write a blog every week you're supposed to write it so 
that's how you you're supposed to do it and uh, like yeah uh, i think uh, it's not just fun because just because it, it makes someone laugh doesn't mean that you know it, it, it's not like serious <laughs> that's amazing i also know uh, you have very uh, different viewpoint when it comes to how you see social media compared with how a normal person does i would love if you can touch upon that a bit yeah, yeah. so so I, i'll tell you how i uh, think about uh, like you know tweets or anything social media right so it has to meet uh, either of these two conditions it either has to be educational or it has to be funny and uh, that that's pretty much it so i usually try not to post anything self promotional i'm very uncomfortable doing that like you know i'm very uncomfortable saying that okay you know what hey i'm i'm doing this so i never promote my old content which is something that i'm learning like you know supposed to do uh, i never post any any pictures from like vacation or or travel or anything i just i don't know i find that if i if i'm posting something and it doesn't add any value to people i i don't want to post that but again i'm not saying this is the right way to do social media that's just like you know that, that's what makes me comfortable so like that's that's kind of how i approach social media so i guess uh, and you'll also i don't know if you uh, like i don't know if anyone sees this but i delete tweets like very quickly like if i post something it doesn't get like you know enough engagement i delete them because again like i said right if it's not useful i don't want it on my timeline so i use social media more like a content distribution uh, channel than like a, a place to talk about myself or place to share what i'm doing and everything but obviously like you know 10% of the time you 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 get uh, greedy right like you want people to know what you're doing so you'll share like hey i'm i'm doing this cool thing i'm doing this i'm doing that but i generally get very uncomfortable doing that so so yeah i mean that's probably a reason like you know uh, for the engagement very grateful so yeah i'm i'm, I'm like very grateful for all the engagement like i'm i'm getting even though it's like uh, like yeah my further the other people are getting like millions but yeah this the, however small it makes me feel good well, what was the first tweet or the parody video that went viral okay uh, i've been again I, like i said and i've been grateful that uh, like most of the content i put out uh, because uh, i have a sense of what will work because i've like you know been doing this for i don't know i've been like so what for 10 15 years i've been online i've been like you know posting on different places uh, and things like that. so i have some sense so like the first video that i did was actually like not not intended uh, like like that so like you know me and my friend uh, praveen like who's also with me in super of today so we we had a thing that okay for every week we want to record videos on youtube so so like we were just watching ali abdal and we were like you know what bro nammalo vandu video podrom millions learn podrom we we wanted to get rich so we were like uh, thinking about parakram yeah seriously so we like moderated so we we bought like you know mic and the tripod like we got everything and i recorded a video like you know like a productivity something note taking i was like recording it and i watched it and i was like shit this is so bad like i i couldn't i couldn't watch it myself i'm like why would someone want to listen to me talk about like productivity and note taking it's like yenake bore adikudu and then i realized okay like i have all this setup i have a tripod i have a mic and everything so let's just try something so i was looking at like you know few uh like a lot of instagram people like you know very talented people do these reels where it's like a conversation between two people like a parody and things like that and uh, there is this one comedian called alexis gay i think uh, she does something very similar she does like you know work related reels so it's like very funny and i realized that there are more people who do that so i, I was watching her video and like you know what that so- that sounds interesting let's try something like this for product context so like uh, just that i abandoned the serious video and i tried this I posted this and like the first video I posted got uh, I think LinkedIn. LinkedIn's been amazing uh, when it comes to these videos. So Twitter was like good. I mean still good like couple of hundred. Uh LinkedIn got uh, the first video got 1000 likes and I was like wow. Okay now this is this is a good medium and uh, from then I think for for about 8 weeks I was posting every week. 
so second one that i did which is uh, which is i think the most uh, successful that was the every product demo ever uh, because uh, like you know i've seen i've been in enough demos to know what it looks like like i've done all of those things right so that that is the most successful and, and even now in like you know it gets shared in like communities and makes me like really happy so yeah i think uh, grateful that i didn't have to go through uh, like a lot of, uh, sorry so yeah i think the audio is lagging so it's not like i hope the people listening and think don't think that i'm rude and i'm interrupting krishna just the audio yeah i hope not uh, actually let me put up a disclaimer right at the start so sanjeev is a really nice guy and uh, if it does look like he is interrupting me here and there i am to blame for uh, sitting and recording this at somewhat 2000 feet altitude uh, uh, so yeah <laughs> uh, no worry sanjeev i don't think people are going to mistake you for being rude one more aspect uh, in meme making that i want to really understand how you think through this is the surgical precision that you have when it comes to content creation uh, so there was this one example you mentioned earlier where you said uh, you know if a content doesn't work i end up deleting it right uh, of course you don't do it for the engagement uh, it's got to do with creating value etc so that but that i felt was a good example and uh, even thinking back to one of our conversations uh, i think if you remember uh, some couple of months back i tried creating content some putting in some 8 10 hours of work and tagging people but it was a dull dud right in terms of engagement i couldn't like figure out what went wrong right I, it was supposed to be here but when i sent you over when i gave you the context you sent out this amazing detailed note right breaking down this is what you have done this is the approach you have taken and this is why it didn't work it was so brilliant that i wouldn't have even thought about content creation in that angle along those lines what are some hacks or content creation habits that are very specific to the way you go about doing it okay uh, i mean uh, it's the mind see the, the basic mindset in almost anything that you do is that you shouldn't let it get to you emotionally right because it doesn't serve like any purpose like most of the time social media like you know i mean i don't i check the likes and it makes me happy so i'm not going to i'm not going to say that i don't care about like the reach it's, it's important that that's why we do it but the way to look at it is your the engagement that you get on social media right it's the outcome that's not the goal like you know you don't start out uh, by saying that okay i'm going to see it tweet that's going to get like 1000 like that's an outcome of what you've done so for me it's about creating good content that's it like you know Like stuff that i that uh, that you know i will enjoy i think it's also like for me it's like a game right like you know uh, i'm i'm always trying to figure out what people like so i i tried like the memes i tried the video memes i tried like you know like you know meme threads uh, i tried so i tried like creating this uh, instagram filter like you know where you have like a lyrics uh, like and then supposed to guess like you know what uh, what song there is and and again like i said it's uh, like we used to play this game at office and like i tried i figured out a way to spread that so in some sense that's also creation i think if you're a creator and i I've, i've never played that game like like i've never used my own filter because i just i i just don't relate to it but i know that other people will so i think that that's what matters right because when you look at something it doesn't matter what you think like you know there are, for example there are there are memes that i know that i i may not like um, i'm not going to look at and laugh out loud but i'm happy when someone will say that you know they do because as a creator it's not that uh, you know you have to create stuff that uh, that you relate with it's about what other the way that other people see it. and if you've been doing it enough that becomes a gut instinct so you somehow know like you know okay this is something that's going to like you know do like decently well 
uh and like you know this is something that's going to uh, like you know that's not going to receive engagement so, so those are things that i never post so i know that okay these things i i may i may feel strongly about it but i know that people won't so it it doesn't matter so i would say separating that emotional part out and not getting affected because of the reach uh, like you know is is pretty important because if you i mean if you get bummed out then like every post and everything becomes a very anxious like anxious and emotional thing right which is not good because you want to have enough energy to keep doing it for a while uh, to keep doing it consistently over a period of time to actually see any returns but uh, and that's how i approach work too like you know you, you cannot get emotional about things happening at work decisions like you know that other people take that you know you're not you're not okay with you have to look at it that okay you know i i'm doing my part i'm doing it well uh, and uh, like you know i'm i'm like i'm not going to let the outcomes affect my emotions but i can control like you know the the effort and the way that i do it but i cannot control the outcomes like you know social media work pretty much a lot of things uh, in life too like uh, it's, it's it's good to stay away from it emotionally for like general general well being so it's not like for social media it's general like like it's good to be chill philosophy zone la poichu no actually that was one of the outcomes that i was looking to forward to and i am a big fan of philosophy uh, so i think that's a nice segue into one of the other uh, topics that i wanted to touch upon while back i asked you this question out of the blue uh, in a typical whatsapp conversation we have right so what is the biggest dilemma that you have as a content creator and uh, your response was um i don't want to get cancelled particularly by saying something offensive that i shouldn't have said or something on those lines right it was very thoughtful and brilliant i'd love if you can you know just add up on to whatever we were talking the other day no i think uh, yeah uh, like like uh, like you said oh sorry or like I, like i was uh, telling you the text right i think what uh, like it's very important for me that people don't react negatively like you know and and the and the reason behind that is i don't ever want someone to feel bad uh, because of what i posted right like even if it's like a very minor thing even if it's obviously a joke even there's a small chance that someone might feel bad uh, like that's that's not okay with me that's like that's like a non negotiable so yeah yesterday i was I, i posted a tweet like a like a sarcastic stupid tweet about like you know founders like young founders like you know like kids and babies and i realized okay there are actually like you know like 13 year olds 14 year olds who are starting companies like i don't want them to feel bad it's amazing like you know what they're doing and then i realized you know what i probably should just add a message saying that you know it's, it's a joke because i really respect them but uh, yeah i think that's something that's very important so even if it, i i'm very i make i make it like you know even if i know that there's some content that will actually do well uh if if it potentially offends someone like you know i'll i'll uh, i'll never target someone personally uh, like you know if i'm posting a meme about someone it's probably in a positive light i'll never like you know try to put someone down to like you know get uh, get like likes or engagement uh yeah so i think that's something that's uh, pretty important even in a content creation right like even in the videos like you can't make fun of people or things uh, like you know in a way that uh, would hurt someone it's always going to be like uh, things that you post for example most of the videos are just like a parody of myself like i've done all those things and because i've done because i've been in different roles like i've done all those things so some someone uh, i think uh, someone on twitter like okay is there a vc version of this video like i've i've never been a vc i, I cannot make fun of them like i mean I, i i cannot make fun of things that i've just observed like you know i really have to know it well uh, to to know the nuances of it to even like you know make uh, make fun memes or sarcastic things about it so yeah i will i will never go out and do like you know do things just for like engagement uh, just because something is popular i want to take a digger it so i i, I can, it's not i'm not saying that's not a good strategy i cannot do it like it makes me very uncomfortable 
amazing um i was originally supposed to wrap up with that but i think it just keeps getting interesting and uh, honestly i just want to milk the most out of this conversation uh, because this is like a free coaching master class you are like very cool for meme creation so i want to make the most uh, in the time that we record this episode talk to me about some of the instances where you were being very naive with creating content <laughs> uh yeah i think uh, uh, okay the the con- the controversial tweet or the meme was uh, was an ipl meme i think it was it was last season suresh uh, raina came back from dubai and uh, the rumor was that it is about a hotel room or something so i used the அந்த வடிவல் படத்துல அது படிக்கமாட்டேன் uh it doesn't matter how 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 the engagement is because i really felt bad like if it's something serious and i'm making fun of it it's not cool yeah i think uh, like probably that was one time i wish i was a little bit more empathetic uh, like towards like the real situation because at the end of the day there are people too right i think that's kind of when i stopped like you know getting into like these things where i don't like have full con i i can make fun of a cricket match like you know i'm watching it so i know everything that happens but i can't make fun of things that happen in people's lives like just uh, just because i heard something on the news and like you know just because someone posted so yeah i never get into that i think that is one time where i wish i would have been more a uh, little bit more empathetic uh advice uh, advice na enna solrudhu ipo enna enna solla vekitta so therla vadi like may, maybe get into a little bit more specific இன்பர்சன் <laughs> like on the record after record you with your colleagues me with my colleagues i think that's <laughs> i think that's the beauty of our dynamic itself uh yeah anyway coming back to making that question more specific since we touched upon doing naive things and getting caught in the middle of things that you wish you were more careful about what is a mindset or good way to approach creating content which lets you get away with stuff right so you stay away from trouble if that makes sense this is i mean i'm sure that this is probably not the uh, like the right thing but i would say that uh, like there is definitely a risk associated by just being a creator right like it doesn't matter if you're a content creator or uh, like you know like a software creator or whatever but you you are you are you are tuned to think and look at things in a way uh, uh, like you know by just by being uh, by being creative the trick is to no like knowing when and where like you know like uh, when to do something when to say something you cannot you cannot always always be in like a creator mode like for example like even with my family right i i share like you know custom like memes for the family based on situations that we face like you know with my uh, my brother with my mom and so everyone knows it so i i do that 
but obviously i cannot always be that person with my family like when i, when I have to be serious and when i have to be interesting i have to be that just because i i can make a meme out of everything doesn't mean that i should thank you thank thank you thank you so much because uh, i mean uh, it it takes a lot to uh, like you know like a lot of things that you said on the podcast i feel really good because uh, it, it makes me happy that's one thing but i'm glad that like you know you're also saying this out loud right it, it takes a lot of uh, like courage to like you know have like the uh, voice even the good things so because most of the people they look at someone they see the content and they just like you know they like it they walk away but it, it feels good for someone if if they know that their work has impacted other people so so thanks a lot for saying and yeah i think uh, i also look forward to this conversation because uh, it's great what you're doing right like uh, i asked you like you know how do you start, start the podcast you said summa kupta yaar pesa varamaatranga so i started a podcast which is which is like wow yes that, that's a brilliant idea so I mean, I don't know if I have to translate, but basically, to get people to talk to you, this is like a brilliant way. And I never, I mean, I still don't have the courage. Like you know, I'm very bad at cold outreach, and I and I know that I've seen your cold outreach work. It's like, you know, that's something that that I think I wish I had uh, when I, when I, when I was doing it. So, so yeah, in, in some sense, you are an inspiration as well. Uh-huh.